Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Like a Days Ago podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan. And with me today, we got Ben. Howdy. And we got Patrick. Let me use my headset mic. No. <laughs> uh, for the uninitiated, Patrick's temporarily been using a shitty Logitech headset um, with a really loud microphone. Now, I would like to introduce Vinny, but he's not with us today due to uh, some last-minute scheduling errors. <laughs> so, he has he'll be missing out this. He's back <laughs> at school. Yeah, he went back to school. Not really. He's gonna make his life better again. Just like, we gotta make America great again or something like that. Is that how that no, 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 roll that one back. Roll <laughs> that one back. Alright, we're rolling the curtains back. Hello everybody, welcome back to Like Today's Podcast. Vinny's not here today. Um... Hey, how y'all guys doing today? Doing, doing pretty good. Got got yeah. me some mixed berry water and some annoying noises. Right? There's a guy on a roof. I've got my window open. This man's on a roof. That's pretty mm. nice. Uh, okay, yeah, they're fixing a house behind my house. And my bedroom is in the back. Back toward facing towards the back of the house. So as I get be. to hear all those wonderful noises. So hopefully they don't pick up too much. I wouldn't think they would, but I mean, I don't. I I'm like I'm looking at the audio, and like I you tried recording when sudden. they were making more noise before, and there was nothing showing up. So I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Still. Uh, how, how about you, doing, you Patrick? Wait, uh, tired because I'm not a morning person, but other than that. I'm doing okay you got filled up in your burger king and right down the street from you fuck burger king i wouldn't be right down the street it'd be like you know probably a block away see i literally i think starting like a couple of months from now if they finish it i should have a burger king literally right outside my neighborhood like two turns go down a mile long road it's there i used like, to have that and they closed i guess for being like too nasty Hopefully this one stays clean. They got signs well, no, up everywhere. No, they've been closing a couple around here, actually. They closed the one right up next to the record store. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe they're just closing a bunch of them. I don't know. They don't should know. close McDonald's instead. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, That's never going to happen. No, McDonald's can be as nasty and slimy as ever, but the food will always taste the same. And the ice cream yeah. machine will never work. Yeah, fuck that place. And sometimes they'll give you a triple quarter pounder instead of a double. No. That's a, that's a plus, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you pay for a double, get a triple. Yeah, they gave that to me one time. They, they, nice. What they probably did was they didn't have the quarter pound patties, and so they gave you three of the you know Big Mac patties. No? No, they were, they were straight the... up three fucking quarter pounder patties. Well, fuck yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I want a Sonic fucking everyone else has one but me and it pisses me off yeah we just found out before recording that um, that apparently Arby's own Sonic yeah yeah did not of know all that the, of all the fast food places Arby's own Sonic but they and Arby's is everywhere kinda but they won't put more where Patrick lives like any Sonics yeah the closest one is almost 100 miles away from me and look, just because he lives in North Dakota doesn't mean he just shouldn't get attention, too. 
Although we have Sonics here, they're just 100 miles away from me. But we do have one, two, three, four, five, six McDonald's here, though. Just within 10 minutes of your house, I'm sure. Uh, the furthest one is 6.2 miles away. Wow, that's not very far. Yeah, that's pathetic. For, They're gonna give the us shit one. food that like that, but no Sonic piece of shit. Yeah, figures. That's Patrick's favorite fast food joint when he comes down here next to Whataburger. Just one of my Speaking of drinks, fast food, I want. Speaking of fast food, real quick. So Reese and I ate in a McDonald's like two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fucking weird in a McDonald's. Oh, you what can order it? at the fucking like electronic menu. Yeah. Completely customize your burger. Like, I got ketchup, mayo, and onion only on my double quarter pounder. Mm-hmm. You can choose no ice in the drinks, like, all kinds of extra shit. Hmm. And then you sit down and wait for them to bring the food to you. What is this? High-tech Whataburger? <laughs> like, it was fucking weird. Yeah, we were on the first fucking store. We were, like, one of the first few stores to actually start that when it was still working there. It was a real shit show. I I haven't eaten inside of McDonald's in like over three years for a reason. Um, I haven't gotten inside of a McDonald's in like two years probably. Not even to use the bathroom. Um. So I if I go in my local McDonald's and see that kiosk, that's that's kind of neat because you can be picky as you want. But then when the person gets the order, you'll get someone who's like, "Oh, you're gonna be picky, huh? Well, I'm gonna give you like 14 pounds of ketchup and and a whole handful of fucking onions. You know, fuck over." No, you'll have people are still complaining that they fucked up the order. Do what? You have people complain that you fucked up the order even though they put it in themselves. Yeah. They probably would. No, they would. That was not probably about it. They would. They At least would, one person yeah. has probably done that shit. I want a free sandwich. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. These people are yeah. fucking pieces of shit when they come to ordering food. Yeah. So I just had a I just had a great idea. Um. So you know how we do these little you know introduction segments where we just you know talk about whatever for a little bit. So we're signing a petition to destroy McDonald's by my house and put Sonic there. I would, I would fully appreciate and uh, we'll go through this plan. I mean, yeah. Um, but I want to do some. I, I want to do some copyright infringement. Um, entitle this segment that we all, you know that we tend to do. I want to call it the free flow segment. Oh, he's gonna sue you for that. We're being sued by the free flow show. <laughs> Fine, we're getting sued. Yeah, by the free flow show. So yes, we'll win, we'll win the lawsuit. And all royalties are gonna go to Hunter Smith, though. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Well, then, let's just go ahead and jump into topics before it gets out of hand. <laughs> All right, so first off today, we got uh, another death. We're only seven weeks into this podcast. We've got two major deaths. Uh, Steven Hillenburg, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, has died at the age of 57. Um, and it was apparently because he had ALS, or better known as Lou Gehrig's disease. I find this, like, I, I personally wasn't upset about it because I don't have an emotional attachment to SpongeBob. I've always watched a lot of Spongebob growing up, 
and my favorite stuff is the older stuff, you know, that he made. Um, as it grew and got older, like, the more recent stuff, I guess. Not the most recent, but the more recent stuff is, like, eh. Where, where it really is at for me is, is you know, the good old-fashioned Spongebob. Not this, you know, newer look and newer voices kind of feeling stuff. And Ben's throwing his hands in the air like he doesn't care, so I'm guessing there's slamming going around in his house, or outside his house. <laughs> what? I think it's a fucking buzzsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear it, so... I guess it can't be too loud. As long as it doesn't, like, pick up too bad, then that'd be great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are upset about this because, you know, the creator, Spongebob, is dead. He wrote a lot of it. And it's like... He came back recently, too. Do what? He came back recently, too. Yeah, like, he was writing the more recent episodes, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he started writing them again. That's when I was picking back up. But... Basically, anything he wrote for Spongebob was what was good. You know, I didn't like what he didn't do. But it's kind of sad because, you know, of course, like I mentioned, that's that's the second major death in just, you know, the short time that we've been doing this podcast. But it's like a lot of people have a lot of attachment to the show, I'm sure. Like, I was listening to the Free Flow show. Uh, I'm sure Patrick was as well. And yeah. Marina was talking about... Uh, about how his sense of humor is essentially derived from, you know, old school Spongebob. Growing up, that's what he watched, and that's more or less his kind of humor, is that stupid spur-of-the-moment type stuff, but actually makes sense. Um, no, old school Spongebob humor. I might have described that poorly, but regardless, like, that, that's, that's what he kind of identifies with, I guess. And I just... It's kind of sad, I guess. I don't yeah, know what else to bit. say about it, really. But I, I just—it's kind of sad because you know he's gone. No more good episodes of SpongeBob anymore. It's going to turn to shit, and then it'll can't get canceled in a couple years, probably. And he even lived to see the twentieth anniversary of his own creation. Yeah, that is pretty sad. That's next year, so that's wow. Pretty... Yeah, yeah, he he just barely didn't make it. Yeah, just barely uh, didn't make it, unfortunately. Yeah. What would, out of all the episodes that you've seen, what would your guys' favorite episode be? <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> Do you have a favorite episode at all, Ben? Or just moment? He's constant. May I take your hat, sir? <laughs> oh, you mean like a weenie? May I take your hat, sir? I think my favorite episode is when Marino got and was a guest on the show and got to go, He's SpongeBob! Sir, is this your driver's license? No. But it has your name on it. Yeah. So then it must be your driver's license. Makes sense to me. No. <laughs> it's not my wallet. It's, it's not, not my wallet. wallet. Or yeah, this must be your wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found this driver's license in this wallet. With your name on it. Yup. This looks like you. Yup. Therefore, this must be your wallet. Makes sense to me. So take it. But it's not my wallet. wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. 
I I don't know. I like there's so many iconic scenes that I can just recall, you know, that that have always stuck out to me. But I think the one that I always wind up going back to the most um, winds up being. Hey Patrick, I found something better than twenty four. Twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> But there's also, you know, there's just, there's, there's so much that's come from Spongebob. A lot of memes have come from Spongebob, too. Like, whether they be old school or just modern Spongebob, there's just memes that come from this show everywhere. Like, as there are, are as many memes from this show as there are holes in Spongebob. And that sounded oddly sexual. Yeah, it did. There's a lot of Rule 34 of that online somewhere, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. What do you mean, Steve? Oh, Steve, Steven. It's not Steve, Steven. So if Steve doesn't listen to this shit. No, I was saying like Steven Hillenburg. Or should I say Shane? Back you. <laughs> yeah, Shane, yeah. Fucking Shane. But yeah, I mean, I guess there's not really much else to say besides rest in peace, Steven Hillenburg. Uh, we appreciate your work that you've put into the show. At least I do. Um, Despite the yeah. uh, me getting bullied in elementary school, but yeah, just slightly. Wait, you got wait what? They said I was pretty much retarded and stupid like the starfish quite a few times. So, oh, because yeah. your name's oh okay. So I was like, oh cool, thanks. Oh, so no, that was a good the, show. you so you got bullied in high school and got called Patrick Star. I said middle. I said elementary. Elementary school. Sorry, yeah, I don't know. I said high school, but in school. Jesus. Same difference. Not really. Hey. You got bullied in school for that. That's fucked up. <laughs> I guarantee you Reno chuckled at that, though. Reno, if you chuckled, Snapchat us right the fuck now. I ain't gonna watch this until, like, he's like, well, I need to do my podcast first. It's more important than yours. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, And then, Tim, I need you to go and slap Reno for me. We just like calling people out. Anyways, I guess that's it for that pretty much. I just, you know, rest in peace, Stephen Hillenberg. You know, another great guy passed away. Left a big impact on a lot of people. Um, a lot of people's childhoods. When he uh, had his unfortunate uh, passing. Nice. Or 57, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a big sad. impact. Everyone was talking about it. Even CNN for some fucking reason. Yeah, even CNN talked about it. Like, that was actually, you know the article that I grabbed, because I was like, oh yeah, that's right, CNN talked about it, so it's gotta be... Everybody knows who it is, but yeah. Yeah. Rip. Rest in peace. Uh, so a random news story just kinda popped up all of a sudden. Tumblr is banning <laughs> porn starting December 17th? Alright. No reason to have a Tumblr account anymore. Yeah, everyone delete your Tumblrs. It's a very random announcement, but alright. I mean... Mm. What's the point of having Tumblr if you can't find porn on there? There's like, what is there even on Tumblr? I'm legitimately asking, what what is even fucking there anymore then? Like, Tumblr's a great source for Rule 34. (laughs) Jeff Gersman has a pretty good blog on there. (laughs) Fuck blogs. If I want a blog, I'd go to a fucking different website. Fuck you. Jeff Gersman's got a good blog. Jeff.zone. I, I thought they were actually. If that's actually real, then zone. cool. I thought, I thought you were being sarcastic for a second. I don't know why, because you smiled when you said it. <laughs> no. I'll link it to you. Because some of the oh. artists, not safe for work artists, I follow on Twitter, uh, 
So they had their Twitter account nu- or Tumblr account nuked on there like a week or so ago. It's like, mm. All right, time to start to move to new grounds. <laughs> move to new grounds. God almighty. So fuck you, Tumblr. You're just ma- you're just pretty much nuking your own website at this point. <laughs> That's okay. People still go there for all their uh, their, their really shitty memes. They don't have deep fried memes though. No, that's just Tumblr. Just has really shitty memes. Not good shitty memes. They're just bad. Yeah. So uh, after that little side, little side tangent. So the PlayStation Classic is apparently a piece of shit. Come on, fifty hertz though. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. First of all, Sony can't even put their own emulator on there when they already probably have one made because they literally put PS1 games out on the Vita, PS3, and PSP. They do have their own emulator, and it works great. Now, sure, they decided not to put them out on the PS4 for whatever stupid reason. But this, the PlayStation Classic, first of all, had a terrible, not a terrible lineup, but it was it was a very mediocre lineup. Mm-hmm. That was where they first kind of tripped and fell. And we went over that a few episodes ago, how bad, like, like how it's missing a bunch of good titles. Now, the emulator they put on there was a modified version of the original PCSX emulator called PCSX Rearmed. And that emulation is apparently not the greatest. And on top of that, they put PAL versions of games on the North American version. So the North American version is basically just the European version, because I believe the European version has the same lineup of games. Uh, but I believe you have PAL Tekken 3, which is apparently unplayable according to uh, a pro Tekken 3 player. You have PAL Resident Evil... I think you got the U.S. version of Rayman, which is bizarre. Okay, that's all. Oh, not bizarre, but you know. Apparently, Metal Gear Solid does not play very well. If if I remember uh, what Dan Riker was saying, and apparently in Jumping Flash on the PlayStation Classic, it runs at 18 frames a second, whereas on the original PlayStation, the actual PlayStation system, it plays at 27. So. Keep in mind, all these PAL versions... Are all of these games PAL versions? Most of them. Over half of them. Um, Keep in mind, when you get the PAL version of a game, it runs in 50 hertz. Oh, Ridge Racer 4, an NTSC version of a game. On the original PlayStation, runs at 30. On the PS Classic, it's running at 26. (laughs) Yeah. There's... Like, that is just such a sheer lack of effort. And it is... Absolutely fucking infuriating because they're charging a hundred dollars for this pile of hot dog shit, which I think just came out as we were recording this today. Yeah, it did. I'm pretty sure. Cause this is the third. Yeah. I like it's the more and more we've been finding out about it, and all the shit that's just surrounding it. It's like this isn't even an actual attempt at making something quality for a cash grab. It is literally just hey. Let's smear some dog shit on a plate and start selling out on eBay as a piece of art. Like, they just threw something together and put it up for sale just because it looks like it. This is something to sit on your shelf. It's a $100, you know, paperweight shelf decoration. 50 hertz hurts. <laughs> like, this... I don't understand why they couldn't put the NTSC versions of them. Why? Why didn't they put the NTSC versions for, you know... The PAL region as well as this one. Because, you know, modern PAL stuff isn't stuck at 50 hertz still. 
I believe modern PAL resolutions and all that games run in 60 hertz. They stopped using 50 hertz, I want to say, around PS2. Something like that. Somewhere around there. It stopped at some point. So there's no reason not to have the NTSC versions, you know, or just at least 60 hertz versions. Like, it's just, I mean, it's, somebody it did bring up like, oh, well, maybe it's a language deal because, you know, say in Canada they use different languages or, you know, in, in Europe there's a bunch of different languages and it's like, okay... Sure. Okay, sure. But don't put that out and like it's a clusterfuck. It, it, yes. It is a complete clusterfuck. Like I I wouldn't be upset about it if they weren't charging a hundred fucking dollars for it. Like it is a piece of trash almost. And if like, you really want a mini PS PS one to display on your shelf, don't buy this. No. I'm instead, sure you can find a 3D printed model somewhere. Use People make VR 3D printed models instead. of every system. Go buy one of those. And if you want to play these games, either buy them legally on the PlayStation Network, buy a physical copy and play it on a PS1 or a PS3 or, or a PS2, PS2, or just emulate it on your own computer. Yeah. Because this could... isn't worth putting down $100 to, to get a shitty product, basically. Well, and like we mentioned earlier t as well, there's not even, like, it doesn't have a great lineup. It has a very mediocre lineup of games, half of which are games that, you know, a lot of people in America didn't grow up playing necessarily, only a handful of them. Now, yeah, yeah, there's some good games on there, and yeah, there's some that people have heard of, but for the most part, there's no iconic PlayStation games. It's, you know, like we mentioned before when we talked about it uh, a few episodes ago, or like four episodes ago, however long it was. It's missing the staples. It's like if you got the SNES Classic with, you know, it had Mario Bros. 2, but not Mario Bros. 1 or 3. You know, it had... Uh, it's like if you got the NES Classic, but it had Mario 2 and not Mario 1 or 3. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Um, or it's if like you got... If you got the Zelda NES Classic, 2. and it had Zelda 2 instead of Zelda 1. Right, like... Or if you had Castlevania 2 instead of Castlevania 1 or 3. Right, exactly, exactly. Or if you got it's the SNES like... Classic, and you got Yoshi's Island and not Super Mario Brothers 1, or not Super Mario World 1. You, you get, it's like you if you get a concept. PS1 Classic, and they put Ridge Racer 4 on there instead of Gran Turismo. Wait a minute, that's what they did. Exactly, exactly, so... I may be a little bit harsh in saying it's a piece of shit, but I, I'm just... It frustrates me. It's not. Me. It's not, because it's Sony. It's Sony, right? They should have been able to put out a good system <laughs> yeah. with they good the emulation. Money. They've proven in the past that they can do that. They're proven now on the PS4 that they can do that with PSP and PS2. Those both run on in-house emulators. They had no excuse to drop the ball with this, other than we just want to push something out to market to compete with Nintendo. Just a complete lack of effort. They just want to throw it out for the holidays and be like, okay, cool, this will sell. And, you know, this thing will sell. You know, there'll be people buying it. Probably they basically add games to this. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And for those who don't know what at games is, they're a company that they put out the Sega Genesis flashbacks, the Atari flashbacks. I want to say there's a Coleco flashback now. Mm -hmm. And they're all well known for having insanely poor emulation. Mm-hmm. Just incredibly poor emulation. 
and just being uh, cheap, crappy products all yeah, around. Yeah, and just being cheap, crappy products all around. Uh, especially with the Sega Genesis, like, you, you would be better off buying an actual Genesis and then in a Sega flashback, or just playing your actual cards if you have them, than buying that flashback. Or I'm sorry, um, but flash card, fucking flash, flash card. card, yeah, yeah. flash card. I, I know what you meant the second you said it, though. Um, you're better buying a Genesis and a flash card than you are buying a Sega flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Atari as well, because like you can straight up buy an Atari 2600 for like 10, 20 bucks, and the games are like a buck a piece. You could easily buy an Atari 2600 and all the games on an Atari flashback for probably well around the same price as you could get an Atari flashback for. Considering most Atari games are a dollar a piece. Um, yeah. PlayStation Classic is a mess. Fucking infuriating. Alright, so before we jump into this topic, we have a little disclaimer here. This is being recorded in post, um, because some updates have been made to a couple things, so we need to, you know, touch on this the next day, basically. Um, mm-hmm. First of which here is the PlayStation Classic. We originally spoke about it and how much of a heaping pile of shit that it is. <laughs> and it's come out uh, more information about how shit it is. So, yeah. Um, essentially, people dug and found that there are, was it? I think it's 21 games. 31 games. 36. 36, yeah. Shit ton of image. games. That are all stored on the device oh, itself, things. they're not accessible as we, as far as we're aware yet, but they're there, and they were used for testing. Um, and these games are are good games. Ben, you want to go ahead and list them off? Uh, yeah. So first off, uh, Final Fantasy Fables, Chocobo's Dungeon, uh, Colin McRae Rally, Crash Bandicoot One and Two, Toy Story Two, Driver, Erges, God Bless the Ring. Uh, Fighting Force, Gran Turismo, GTA 2, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, uh, Kagero, uh, Deception 2, uh, Klonoa, and Klonoa 1, of course, is the only one on PS1, uh, Kula World, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver, Medal of Honor, Medieval, Mega Man Legends, uh, Mr. Driller G, Paka Paka Passion, Parappa the Rapper, uh, Parasite Eve, Ray Storm, Ridge Racer, Silent Hill, Spec Ops, uh, Stealth Patrol, I think it says. Street Fighter Alpha 3, Street Fighter uh, EX, uh, Suikoden, Tomb Raider 2, Tomb Raider 1, Tombi, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Vagrant Story, Wild Arms 2, and Xevious 3D. So I'll just sit there in the source code. Yeah, they're all sitting there in the source code on the device. If you go and plug in a keyboard and press enter, apparently you can see those there. Um, now, if hackers can access that and see that, oh, you can play these games, then this suddenly the PlayStation Classic has gotten better. But the fact that those are there, um, with it being such a heaping pile of shit already, is extremely, extremely frustrating to me. So yeah, like on top of everything that we've already talked about um, previously, this just adding on to it, for me, just shows, wow, there is zero zero effort we have something else that we have to add to this because i don't think we talked about it originally but the addition to it that came out the next day after we recorded the podcast earlier that morning where they went into the if you hook in a keyboard 
you can enter a menu for the emulator. Oh, yeah. You can change the BIOS and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I forgot so about that. So you can change it to NTSC, but I think it's defaulted to PAL. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's mind-blowing. This is all a and fucking mess. Another thing with this source code, which I don't, I don't mean to, like, interrupt you guys or anything, but there's all the different regions for these games. Like, some of them are, like, you know, JP or Europe only. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, Parasite Eve has the European and U.S. region along with the Japanese region. Um, and even, like, the games built in on the system also have multiple regions, including Final Fantasy VII, Tekken Three, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's fucking insane, yeah, really. It, it's, it's like, just plug in a keyboard and you press Escape, I believe, is the key. And it pulls up the yes. emulator menus and you can just change it around. It's like, I mean, I, I, I'm baffled. Sony. Oh, yeah. Sony, you know, of all people, for the PlayStation, did this. I understand they don't like to put effort into things. I mean, look at the PS4 Pro. It's an overclocked you know, processor. That's all it fucking is. That frustrates me enough because that's just a sheer lack of effort. This is way less effort. Like, they just this slapped... like that this... person in class huh? that decided to do the entire project in one night before it was due. Yes, Exactly. Exactly. This is. There's a lot of errors people are finding. Like, what the fuck? Why didn't you just take your time and do this and this and this? And if all these ROMs are playable, all 36 ROMs are playable and can easily just put it on there, then A, they just wanted to put as much, little as effort as you said in it. B, why the fuck couldn't you just transfer them over and play them? And C, if you want to charge $100, you can be like, oh, we have 56 games right here to play off for $100. Then people would be like, mm-hmm. that's like, that's, that's like almost, uh, I don't know if I can, how I would say it, like, it wouldn't be a dollar per game. It'd be like it, it would be very a cheap. More. It would be a very yeah, be like dollar fifty per game or something mm-hmm. like that. Now, be see, a great deal, Patrick. That is a fucking beautiful analogy. You know, throwing this together the night before it's due, like with a couple hours before you go to bed. Yeah, that's what this looks like. A pile of shit. But now there is a side that I understand or would understand. All these games, I doubt they have all the licenses to all of these. You know that were put on here. I I wouldn't think they'd be able to just put all these on there and sell it. Yeah, so, for sure they true. don't. They they had to have used these just to test it with, you know, okay, well let's see if it'll run the big, you know, big AAA titles. And then, okay, cool. And you know, then they get handed this shitty ROM set to put on here after all. Um, but like so I, I would I would understand um if these were there just to test it, but they weren't removed. That's that shows a lack of effort. That shows they rushed it the night before. <laughs> It was due, you know, type of situation. They just, they didn't fucking put the effort in to clean up their mess. They left these on there, and you can clearly see them on there. You know, mm-hmm. if, we've said this, you know, a few times now, but if hackers figure out a way to enable these games to be played somehow. Um, They're gonna. Like, that that would make the PlayStation Classic fantastic. I I would be down to buy one. You know, that is a grand fucking library games these are literally the games that we listed off in that one episode where we talked about it when it was first announced or where it was first uh all the titles were announced so this is essentially though just a fucking raspberry pi with like this is said before but this is just well shitty i i have something that i want to interject and say with real quick Mm -hmm. now you say that it'd be great if they'd be able to get these games unlocked to be able to run Mm -hmm. but we don't know if you can actually change it to NTSC. We don't know if that will actually make any of the emulation any better. 
So what's to say these do get unlocked, but the emulation is still poor? What's to say that none of these games... What's to say that these games, yeah, sure, they tested them, but the only reason they didn't put them on there is because they couldn't run. Well, no, because Parasite Eve is on the Japanese one. Mm Mm-hmm. You have a good point. But, I mean, even if half of them run, even if a quarter of them run, like, that's still like, okay, these are, these are, you know, still good games that I'm sure people could figure out how to get them to run since they have access to the settings. Yeah, but then you still get to the point that, like, what if, what if the emulation is still poor after, after right. the fact? Right, but... Which, at that point, you may as well just still play on your PC or something. Yeah, emulate at home or something. I don't know, maybe I'm just being too negative with it, but... Well, not not even too negative. The reviews have already shown that the, the emulation on it's kind of crummy. Mm-hmm. Well, the I mean the only positive that I can see out of this is I can I can imagine a bunch of scalpers buying a lot of these up, trying to make quick buck, and all these reviews come out and they're like, no, we don't want that, we don't want that, and the scalpers like, no, please, hundred hundred fifty, that's the lowest. Okay, fine, hundred and ten. No, I ain't buying that. I just imagine all these scalpers burning their money to to get all these up, like they did with the SNES and NES Classic, and they can't flip a fucking single one. That they burned thousands of dollars just trying to get all these and sell them for more, and they're losing money. That's the only positive I can see out of this. That would make me fucking happy as shit. And see that I guarantee that has happened with a few people, but for the most part, these aren't selling like hotcakes, like you know NES and SNES Classic did. I'm seeing a lot of pictures on Twitter and Facebook where they're just stacked up and no one's buying them. You know, they're just sitting there. And I think you know over time they will sell, but you know. I don't think it's a situation where everyone's thinking, oh, yeah, got to get these in demand and buy them all and, you know, scalp them, which, of course, there are going to be people that do do that. And, yeah. you know, good on them for getting fucked because, you know, fuck scalpers. That's just our opinion. Though. We don't like scalpers. But, you know, it's a situation where I don't think a lot of people are doing it because everyone kind of picked up that, ooh, ooh something smells. I, I, I smell some bullshit. You know. Yeah, people yeah. looked at it like they would like an at games. It's like this isn't worth buying exactly. to resell. Exactly. $100. Because there's nothing good there for the most part. $100 for all of this? You know, if these games wound up being unlockable and accessible and actually are playable, that would be, you know, worth your money. But as it stands with just the basic PlayStation Classic and that lineup and the fact that it runs them so god-awful... It's just it's it's frustrating, infuriatingly frustrating to me. Um, and I'm not even a diehard PlayStation fanboy by any stretch of the means. Like, I grew up with PS2 and PS3, and you know, eventually PS4. But I'm not like you know, that's my favorite company. I love PlayStation. I didn't grow up with the PlayStation One. I don't have that kind of nostalgia for the games that are on there. But I know these are fucking good games that need to be on there. And it should have been on there in the first place. But I do understand licensing issues as well. So, at this point, I'm kind of just repeating myself. But it's it's just, it's it's frustrating. It really is. It's just, it's just, for lack of a better term, frustrating for me. I can't really disagree with anything you said. I mean, I didn't grow with the PS1 either. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I know the impact that most of those games on there mm-hmm. had. Exactly. And we know that, Patrick that grew up with the PlayStation games. 1 as well. You know. That's that's a console that he has explained, you know, how he grew up playing and, and grew up playing Spyro and all that in the previous episode. So, you know, some of us here know firsthand the experience that you have with PlayStation and how nostalgic this, you know, device could be. 
but it turns out it's just, you know, not good. Now, before we move on, I just want to add on to, like, the PlayStation Classic. Like, I know Sony doesn't usually dick around with their consoles, especially, like, the PS4 or PS3, but this they kind of have a tracker for fucking things up <laughs> right at the beginning, because you remember, yep, what was it, six ninety nine. Seven like seven hundred bucks for PlayStation Three at launch? Are you fucking mm-hmm. kidding me? Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, like you said, the PS4 Pro is just a what was it? Overhyped, overclocked piece. Yeah, overclocked processor. That's all it was. Overclocked the same processor. Everything. It's like Sony's a good company and all, but they I get they have like small track records here and there doing like stupid shit like this, and they should pro- this sh- right here should probably be a wake up call because they half assed it. Who isn't to say they're after like a two years in the PS5, whenever that releases, they're just gonna half-ass like the newer models, like the Slim or yeah. the Pro or the Extra Special Edition. What if they what, just half-ass that? What like, if we get? Are you saying what if we get a PlayStation? Some Classic PlayStation fours. <laughs> I know, like some PlayStation fours have like you know, there's a special like there's I know there's like a special Kingdom Hearts code and like a Destiny one and like a Star Wars one. What if they just like half-ass like make those and like don't really give them anything special but they put like pro or special on there i'm just like yeah it's supposed to be better but all they did was like put a shitty paint job on it because i feel like that's something they would probably do with knowing their track record and their stupid shit like this that's that's a very wake up call that they actually should try that's a that's a very fair point there because definitely right they got over Sony's brand name should be on like quality things or like stuff that's above average yeah. like good stuff not half for sure for sure shit like this yeah yeah, kind of as a wake-up call to, to keeping an eye out for their type of fucking shenanigans with this stuff. It, it's just, at the end of the day, PlayStation Classic is disappointing, and hopefully it'll get better. Um, Once hackers get these games working, maybe it will, if they do. Tony didn't get this far half-assing, and they shouldn't fucking do that just because other people half-ass some of the stuff. But... Yep. Yep. Yeah. I thought I'd just give that a little thought. Mm -hmm. Food food of choice for the viewers. Speaking of shitty products, Patrick, why don't you take it away? (laughs) Yeah, another shitty uh, fucking shit show is Fallout 76. Because apparently there could be class action lawsuits going against them for uh, the fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, Fallout 76. And they're refusing to do any sort of refund on it. Because yep. technically, if you bought the, the PS4 or Xbox One version, you got a digital. You didn't get physical. You got digital. So they're not going to give you a refund. And you can only get a refund digitally from Steam because fucking they have that re- refund thing, money back, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not on Steam. Yeah. And it's even worse than that. It's like, oh, yeah, it's not on Steam because fucking we don't like having it on there. And this goes falls into what Ben said a few episodes ago, saying the disc is only just a key. This might as well just be a fucking shaped as a key because it's not even a real fucking disc. It's a piece of fucking. Yeah, I think it's the P. It's just the PC version, isn't it? I don't know if it's the PC version, but the fucking you bought it physical. You didn't get it physical. You just got a case, and that's it. Because you all you got was this fucking shitty ass plastic cardboard. I saw I saw pictures of like the base Xbox One. And uh, PS4 versions, where the game is like the actual disc, which is just the Power Armor Edition as a whole. Yeah, 
Let's, yeah, speaking of Power Armor Edition, motherfuckers promised to canvas West duffel bag. And they're like, oh, well, we couldn't really put that in there, so we gave you a shitty nylon bag, which doesn't even look like the box and doesn't look as nice as it was promised. It would cost us too much money. We didn't give a fuck. Because I know it was in here somewhere. Oh, but uh, they, get, they gave canvas bags to, for free for the fucking YouTubers and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, here's a free... They were giving away a press conference, and they had the balls... The tweet out, and I quote from Fallout, We understand and respect that there is a disappointment with the bag and the Power Armor Edition. We are sorry. Please contact Bethesda support team to proof, to provide proof of us, of your purchase, and they will assist you in granting 500 atoms. Which is a whole fucking $5 worth yeah. of microtransactions. <laughs> it's not even the best one you can get. Because I actually took a picture on the PlayStation Store and fucking, uh, let me see here. Yeah, because you can get a thousand atoms for ten dollars, two thousand for twenty, or forty thousand for forty bucks. But they just give you five hundred atoms for five bucks, because like, yeah, this will make you happy, right? Five bucks have a fucking two hundred dollar collector's item, two hundred dollar collector piece that you fucking missed. That's just insulting. Time. That's all that is. Is insulting. It's like really. So you're going to false advertise a fucking nice high quality bag. Give us a shitty bag, and then, oh, sorry, we didn't mean to make you upset. Here's five bucks of our own in-game microtransactions. Like, Oh, you mean paid... you wanted a refund? Huh, here's five more dollars to spend in-game. Yeah. Like, in a game that you're not going to play because it's already a piece of shit. <laughs> because at first they said uh, the bag shown in the media was a prototype and was too expensive to make. But then they reached out to, like, fucking Bethesda as a whole, and, like, the support response was incorrect and and not in accordance with our conduct policy. Unfortunately, due to the, unva- due to the unavailability of materials, we had to switch to a nylon carrying case for the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. We hope this didn't prevent anyone from enjoying what we feel is one of our best collector's editions. I mean, sure, it looks cool, but fucking, if you're gonna false advertisement, that's gonna drop the value, because that's fucking lying. That's, that's like saying if you bought, like, a fucking... Super Smash Brothers fucking bundle. It came with the game, yeah. A steelbook that's nice, but it came with like a controller, but it was a wired one and when it was promoted as a wireless one. Right. Like that would be complete false advertising. Like you get a wired controller instead of a wireless one. That's like when it was marketed as wireless. That's that's false advertising. Yeah, good job. It's like, oh it's yeah, like we're just gonna fucking hand out some of these things that fucking at a press conference, instead of uh, giving out to the people that actually paid for it, because fucking I know it was in one of these two articles I read about it. Because then again, I was up to like three thirty reading this and just getting pissed about it. But the Power Armor edition was shit, and they're getting sued because they're not offering refunds. Because as I said, the Power Armor edition, some of the discs were fucking like cardboard and the like, and they read on them to redeem your game code. Navigate to Bethesda.net. Click login and sign in with your Bethesda account or create a new account. In your account profile page, click the redeem code and follow the prompts. So basically, you're just paying $200 for a bunch of shit. One thing you didn't even get, so they lied to you about and just replaced it with a watered-down China bootleg version of it. Only to get a disc that's not even a real disc that has a key on it. They have to go to the fucking website, create an account... Then redeem the key code there. Then they'll give you another key that you gotta go to the fucking store, 
on the PlayStation or Mar Xbox Marketplace. Enter that code, and then you can finally download it, which is going to take forever and take up more so, space because it's a digital game, not a fucking physical. It came... Like, the, the collector's edition didn't even come with a disc, a physical copy of the game. It came with a fake no. disc in it. It's like fucking PUBG. Which, it's, it's not the first time a company's done that. Microsoft did that with Halo 5. It came with a steelbook, but not with the game. With no disc. With no fucking disc in it. Yeah, That's... it's just a steelbook. Why are you paying more for less? I, exactly. Go Dude. buy a fucking digital code for 20 bucks on G2A. Jesus. Like, in that case, you're better off doing that. Not really, but buy a code on G two A and just fucking wait till the hit, the helmet goes on eBay. Exactly. Like poster can be cool, is... but it's just gonna remind you, like, oh yeah, this is a piece of shit game. I ain't gonna fucking want to navigate. Or wait here. till the fucking price just free falls because it's gonna and fucking yeah, and they're refusing refunds because like, well, digitally it's digital, so we don't have to give you refunds. Yeah, refunds would be denied and fucking tire shit show to like. Well, uh, so they're going to get, like, people trying to get, like, actual lawyers involved in trying to sue the shit out of them. It's like, well, they're not giving me a refund, and they gave false, false advertisements, so we're pretty much going to try and get at them, because they're just pretty much, pretty much bugged the entire game with shitty microtransactions, which I fucking hate when games do that for no real reason. Yeah, no, that's completely bullshit. Like, another situation where... It's a lack of effort. Yeah, here it like, is. It was in the first article, yeah. Some gamers be began spreading images across social media where it has been revealed that Bethesda did give out the canvas bags at a press conference in September, as reported by GameRant. It's like, oh, sweet, fucking give it out for free at a press conference in September instead of getting to your hard, loyal, paying customers. Oh, well, it was too expensive to make, so that's why we gave them out for free. It makes sense, right? Not at all. It's just shitty business practice, and it's uh, really uh, puts a paint, a fucking shitty stamp on people who want to buy collection editions because they're like, well, no, I'm not gonna buy collection edition. Look at this shit. I can get fucked over like that, so I'm just gonna buy the regular game, and we're not gonna see any more like cool collection edition stuff that's gonna be like this. Thanks, Fallout and Bethesda. Like, uh, man, so I didn't open the links that uh, you'd provided for it before. I just opened the main article. But you linked, you know, images for everything, and I'm seeing the image for the the Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition. Hey, you get, you know, this nice-looking, awesome canvas bag there. You scroll down, you see a plastic piece of shit, thin, tear-it-right-open bag. Basically yeah. a fucking Walmart bag. Like, you're paying $200 for a helmet, a fucking Walmart bag and a piece of cardboard with the code on it. Essentially, that's all you're fucking getting. I mean, the map in the glow in the dark is a cool, and the helmet looks nice, but I guarantee that helmet's gonna be on eBay all over for like a hundred bucks or even less. Yeah, this thing ain't gonna go. Ain't gonna go fucking crazy like the pit, the fucking pet boy did or whatever. Pit and those boy, fucking and that's not a small box either. That was a fucking massive pit box. Pit boy. Pit boy. Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't. I was thinking of pit, pit boy. Boys. But if you could see, like, the box... Yeah, it came with a whole fucking car repair shop. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, fucking... Because, like... Because I did see it in person. Someone was picking up when I was picking up Spyro that day. Um, 
it took up pretty much like the Best Buy calendar. It pretty much took like almost like over probably three fourths around there for the entire calendar, just like the length of it. So it was a pretty big. It was a pretty big box. A lot of shit in it. Pretty just, big disappointment is what it was. Yeah, big disappointment. That just sets you up bigger things, and here you go. It's a big disappointment. I was just there picking up my Spyro, which is a lot better choice I made that day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, and here we were sitting there watching the Bethesda E3, and we're like, "Wow, this game actually looks cool. We might get that when it uh, drops later, like not right away, but we'll just like get yeah, later down the line." Yeah, we thought it looked cool at first, and then it comes out, everyone plays it. It's like this game is absolute garbage. Like even LGR is like, "This game is shit." I and, tried. and LGR I... even played the beta and says, "Wow, this is actually a pretty fun beta. I can't wait for the full game to come out." But you need to stop bitching about it. Okay, mm-hmm. Pat, fucking. Oh, you need to stop bitching about it. It's like, bitch, fucking, I'm Pat. Every time you bitch about it. That was fucking Jesse Cox. Oh, fuck Jesse Cox. He doesn't do anything. Well, he doesn't do anything. Fuck Jesse Cox. (laughs) (laughs) Ben almost choked in his drink. Everybody's bitching about this. When did Berman join the podcast? Well, stop (laughs) bitching. Like, all these people telling us to stop bitching about this stuff. It's like, okay, so every time you bitch, I want you want a swarm of fans saying, oh, stop bitching about it, stop bitching about it. You told us stop bitching, so fuck you, You stop bitching. You just had an awesome wrestling show on Saturday. You just had an awesome wrestling show on Sunday. You could have watched Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Fuck you, Xavier Woods, you piece of shit. Fucking telling us, oh, the product's good. Fuck you, that's another... That's another fucking... Rant for another time. Yeah, uh, fuck shitty business practice like this. It's horrible. I can't believe they fucking would try even attempt to get away with this. And I hope they get sued for a lot of fucking money for this. For trying to claim that this is a full thing. Like, you can't you can't sue them for having a shitty bundle. Sure. You know, they're fucking assholes for putting out a piece of shit bundle that's, you know, nowhere the near the value they, of the price. But the fact that it's a... Uh, they the didn't a, false advertise. They won't give you a refund even though you try to ask for it. And B for fucking false advertisement for a nice duffel bag that looks like a shitty nylon bag that they ended up giving away what you're supposed to get for free at a press conference to build up hype for it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand big bit. I don't understand how fucking people, how their minds work half the time with this. Uh, their minds work with their hands going like this, and I'm doing this symbol for money. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense for Bethesda at this I moment because like they're like, yeah, we're making money, but the problem is they just fucking gave away this so-called expensive bag for free. <laughs> Divorce. They just pretty much fucking gave it away for free. That's not making money. That's pretty much pissing and burning your money right there. <laughs> You're not wrong, Patrick. Sorry. We're, we're, la- <laughs> we're laughing at something different. Ben made a joke. <laughs> that caught me right. But yeah. So yeah, never buy any Fallout uh, Collector's Edition. And be very worried of fucking <laughs> Doom Collector's Edition. I can't believe you fucking have to say that. But motherfucker, the Doom Collector's Edition I got was fucking nice. It came with a sweet-ass reverend statue that's fucking massive. It came with a steelbook that's cool as shit. <laughs> and massive. It's just all nice. It's just good. It's just an awesome thing. But I'm telling you to be worried of Doom too, because they could fuck you right there. I can't believe I had to say that because Doom was a no, fucking fantastic no, 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 game. No, 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 no. The problem here is Bethesda Game Studio with Fallout 76. Doom mm-hmm. is id. Yeah. They'll make sure it's good. Yeah. Now, as long as id's handling the collection edition, then that's good. It, don't let Bethesda touch anything near it because apparently they can't do shit. 
They have to keep re-releasing Skyrim and trying to make money. So, real quick, <laughs> I would like to... I like money. Divorce. <laughs> like fucking gold coins up my ass. <laughs> what are you, Wario? No, that's probably what they're thinking. They like putting it there. Uh, so again, like the post-recorded segment for the PlayStation stuff, uh, we we got another update for Fallout seventy six. Something Bethesda also fucked up. So earlier today, it got worse somehow. Yeah, earlier today, uh, <laughs> what this article says is an unsettling twist in the ongoing saga that is Fallout seventy six. Uh, people were reporting on Wednesday, which is today when we're recording it, uh, that they gained access to support tickets of fellow Fallout 76 players. Um, and so they were able to see information such as addresses, phone numbers, and credit cards. I don't know if they were like, I, I, I'm assuming based off the way this is worded that it was like full credit card information. I would imagine. Um, not only that, but I didn't know this part. But players could also edit and resolve support tickets themselves. Holy shit. So if they, I'm sure if they wanted to, they could straight up just refund a shit ton of people's money. Fans could have done that and caused Bethesda to lose so much fucking money. And of course, by this point, this has been fixed, but. Yeah, at this point it's been fixed, but uh, it started with somebody on Reddit, you slash Jesse Pye, posting it on there, and uh, how... How fucking, like, this is just genuinely baffling. Like, how do you let something like that happen? You let so many people's information out there that could have been maliciously used by anybody that wanted to maliciously use it. Hell, Mm -hmm. I am sure there are probably, you know, if it was the full credit card information... Fool, uncensored, you have those fucking numbers, you have those CVV codes, you have the expiration dates, the names, all that shit. Mm-hmm. If it was that, I guarantee you right now, somebody on there has that information copied somewhere. I definitely... They have that information copied, and they're probably going to use it. Yeah. I mean, if that was a situation, of course. I just, it's, it's, like Ben said, it is baffling. The sheer amount of, again... Like we were talking about earlier with PlayStation. Lack of effort. How irresponsible can you be? This isn't even just lack of effort, though. Like, lack of effort on the PS Classic, you know, yeah, that's lack of effort. This is just... You fucked up. You fucked up on a major scale. And what I'm more interested in is what the fuck they're going to say about this. Because this is bad. Mm-hmm. This is worse than any of the other blunders previously with Fallout 76. Oh, by far. I mean, the rest of it's just, you know, a shitty game. Oh, we're not giving you your money back. That's already insulting enough. But now it's like, here, here's a good revenge plot. We're going to get back at you for complaining about a game by giving leaking all your information yeah. to everyone. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. You're going to complain about a game. We're going to let everyone hack you. Yeah, yeah, we're going to dox you. Yeah. But, of course, that's not what happened, but no, I, that's no, no. how people are going to take it. That's how it looks. Yeah, like, I you know, I just really want to see what they say about it. Yeah. Because I don't think they've said anything yet other than, you know, whatever their forum posts have said. Well, they'll probably fucking try and let it slide. And, but, you know, they've knows, not released any bad. official statements so far. And that's pretty bad. Now, I hate to talk so bad about Bethesda, too, because, you know, I love a lot of their games yeah. in the past. But, I mean, like, I, but, I loved Skyrim. I thought fallout 4 mm-hmm. was okay you know I, I you know i enjoyed it 
you know, even mm-hmm. like the games that they put out from their other studios that isn't Bethesda Gameworks, you know, Doom, Wolfenstein. Rage. Yeah, Rage 2 is about to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, Granted, those are other studios they're, developing. They're it, not a Bethesda terrible company. It. I don't think they put. Out, they tend to put out, you know, a lot of good games. Yeah. But Fallout seventy six is just that. You know. It. They're getting. It's it's, such a blunder. It, it's. Hey, hey, look, hey! At the end of the day, you know what we can say. We can safely say, just like everyone's been saying about the game itself so far, you know, how the game's all buggy and, and really bad and incomplete. Yeah. You know what we can say? We can safely say, oh, hey, it's a Bethesda game. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they are glitchy. Yeah. Which I don't think that's, I mean. They're just going to offer people a thousand I don't think games should be super glitchy, up. but with Bethesda games, like, I don't tend to encounter that stuff a whole bunch to really, like have anything to say in that regard but you come and play them later on down the road as well you don't get to them like right when they're released when they're the budget true like at, at the point at the like when you finally got around to playing fallout 4 god no was, because i played fallout 4 on release good. and oh you did on oh, xbox okay. one yeah every save that i had kept getting corrupted oh yeah that was which yeah. like glitches like that oh my god they're oh my god they're so bad yeah like, there'd only be one save available, and then all the other ones would be corrupted. It was fucking awful. I didn't play it again until it was on this PC. Entire, this entire situation's like, <laughs> the last few weeks of Raw, you it's think the you can't get fire. worse. You can't turn away somehow, from... the more you watch, the shittier it gets over and over and over again. It's like the California wildfires. Oh, God. You can't fucking put them out. Oh, man. Well, Holy yeah, shit. Once I, I guess once this fucking hit, yeah, fucking... I mean, I don't mean to be insensitive to the California wildfires. Credit I, card I, I information. For everybody there, but... Yeah. How do you how do you fuck up that bad? That... How do you do that? Someone can go in debt. Like, there's a lot of fuckers that can easily put you in debt with oh, just a few yeah. clicks. Buy a $10,000 Amazon fucking gift card. Boom. All their money's gone. Whatever, you just keep maxing that out as much as you can. Yeah, and steal some. You could fucking really ruin point. a lot of people's lives with this. No matter how rich you are, a few clicks is all it takes for you to fucking get and mm-hmm. lose everything. No, it could turn out that it was just you know the last four digits of credit cards and shit like that, which I hope to God it was. But even that's but still bad. that's fucking scary. Like that's bad, and also just having names and addresses that is bad enough because there are fucked up people who can do whatever they want with that information. Go to one of those addresses and beat the shit out of someone, or just you know, torture them. They like, could just, just straight up dox you and put it online, like, "Hey, so and so, this is their address," and yeah. you know, I came across them in Fallout seventy six, and I don't like them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's they could swap people. Oh fuck. Hmm. But even then, if it's... Somehow these situations just have gotten worse. Like, first the PlayStation, and then this, just by the end of the couple days later. Like, it's it's shocking. <laughs> it really is how this has gotten worse, but... Even if it is just the last four digits of the credit card, they all they have to do is pretty much just look at, okay, what credit card is it? Because they can pretty much figure out, like, either the first four or first eight. Because a lot of credit cards seem to have the mm-hmm. same eight or four digits, depending on what it is. And they could slowly right, glue it yeah. together, which is fucking terrible. So you better, if your credit card was somehow shown in all the time you you better cancel that motherfucker immediately and try to get a new one. Yeah, like with my debit card, um, with my bank, the first four digits uh, of every single card I've gotten from them, which is about eight cards from them, including my sisters and my accounts and everyone, they're always the same four numbers for the first four. And then the second set of four numbers is very similar. 
you know, one digit or two digits have changed, but for the most part, they're very similar. So it's, you know, you can tell a lot by just four digits of a credit card or debit card. Like you can find, even with the person's, you know, address, name, and information like that, you can still find their credit card info somewhere, I'm sure, if you, you know, know how to dig deep enough. But yeah, it's it's gotten out of hand, um, and it's time for us to put this shit to rest and move on to uh, some better stuff like the games we've been playing and all that. <laughs> yeah, please. All right, we'll see y'all back to live time and not the post recording time. <sighs> um, real quick before we you know end the the on topic stuff, I just want to apologize. This on topic today was was pretty negative. Um, you know, we start off with some. That's dying. why I made the itchy balls joke. <laughs> we needed some laughter. <laughs> we start off with someone dying and then the fucking PlayStation 1 classics shit and then Bethesda does even more shit it's like fuck yeah, so, I, 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 want, I think I'd like to think that this uh, Fallout 76 is just a little bit worse than the PlayStation Classic at the moment oh it is because at least Sony will probably offer refunds on the PlayStation yeah. Classic cause I don't even know if you wanna I don't even know if you wanna hack the PS1 Classic but there's, there's nothing to fucking hack there's nothing to do mm-hmm. in the fucking game like you can also, like Patrick was saying, you can hack the PlayStation and add your Bethesda own games. Bethesda can't sure. hope for the modders to fix their game this time. <laughs> well, at least uh, they can't fucking like have someone just go in the code, change one thing, and make your game perfectly playable. Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into a break. Uh, we'll be back to talk about the games we've been playing. Alright, so it's time to talk about some games we've been playing recently, and I've got a good, good big bomb to drop here. So, I've got a Nintendo Switch finally, and Bullshit. Uh, my poor ass didn't buy it, you know, oh, my well, poor ass wasn't going to buy one. I can believe that one, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's got a whole see, lot of weight to it. See, I wasn't expecting to get a Switch this year at all, I was hoping to get one next year, you know, maybe, you know, towards Christmas or something. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect you to get one this year either. (laughs) Yeah, because it's fucking expensive. It's a new console, you know. I can't get those new consoles normally. They're fucking expensive. So Patrick said, fuck it, and apparently uh, plotted for like two months and and bought me one during Black Friday. Uh, So big shout out to Patrick for buying me a Nintendo fucking Switch. And shout um, out to his podcast, The Lack of Day. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, shout out to Pat. Be sure to check out Patrick's podcast. Yeah, it's my podcast now. <laughs> this is my podcast. <laughs> hey, fun fact, you're listening to it right now. Oh, Thanks shit, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Am I a guest on Patrick's podcast? Holy shit. First he buys me a Switch, now he has me on his podcast. I was really tempted to buy you that Fortnite bundle, just so I had an excuse to have Fortnite in your room. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I really, I was tempted to, I was like, fuck. I avoid Fortnite like the plague. Come I, on, he, he just doesn't know he how to avoids block, the guys. plague like Fortnite. <laughs> because it's all over his body. 
Jordan, you're dying. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. So Patrick bought me a Nintendo Switch. Uh, you know, it was my birthday Christmas present this year, and it's like, don't know what else to say. The videos on my channel of me unboxing it. Um, you know that kind of thing. I just it, it it's it's fucking awesome. Um, and uh, I've been playing games on it now. Because you know that's that's kind of what you do with the video game console when you get a new one, huh? You you, you play video games on it. So, been playing. Uh, start off, I got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, we recently found out, or Patrick found out, that if you gold triple star all of the cups on 200 CC in the game, which is all 12 cups, you unlock an extra character, which is Gold Mario. No, you're supposed to get like a star rank on every single cup. Wait, who did you say lot. figured that out? Patrick. It was Vinny that, was that told me about oh, it. Was that you? Yeah, I told you. Vinny had you it said before. there's no gold Mario, and I said, yeah, there is. Oh, never mind. We were on a group call, weren't we? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, Vinny had his unlock for some reason. What? Yeah. So I told what? you how to get it. Fuck, give me proper credit. I fucked that up. I get Anyways, that he yeah, bought sorry. you a Switch, but you don't have to suck his dick all day. Jeez. <laughs> no, all night instead. <laughs> No. Yeah, you're supposed to get like a Viewers. gold star on like every single cup on every single like. Oh, so just one gold star? Yeah, yeah one gold star would work fine. I fucking hate you guys. It doesn't have to be triple star. Yeah, I don't know why you're going for triple stars on 200 CC if you don't want to. Uh, well, are you going for triple stars? I already did. Okay, well then I'm getting triple stars. <laughs> you suck. So, but yeah, I've been trying to go for triple stars on all the cups um, on 200 CC, and. I'm enjoying the game because, you know, the game's awesome. It's Mario Kart 8, you know. Best Mario Kart there is. Um, but there's this one cup. I think it's the Flower Cup. Um, there's there's two tracks on there that get me at the end. Uh, one, the very last one is the worst, but the Twisted Mansion, I believe. <laughs> that Fuck that stage, but I can usually get through it. The last stage is Shy Guy Falls. That stage on 200cc, no matter what I do, the first two laps are phenomenal. I am like a mile ahead of everybody else. All the AI characters are in the back. You know, I'm up ahead. I'm doing great. But on the very last lap, at the very end of the very last lap, that last corner going into the finish line, every single time the other night I tried to do it, I got hit by something and got knocked down to third or worse. I was sharing my camera through Discord with Patrick and his buddy from another Discord group. And I I just I screamed and I threw my headset and and I just I I I actually raged. I I genuinely raged at that because I could not fucking beat that cup. I still have not beaten that cup. <laughs> No, I have not been trying as much because fuck that cup. But, oh man. I have two stars on that cup. And that might be the one that stays at two stars until I fucking beat all the others and get three stars on everyone else. But that aside, um, Mario Kart 8 is awesome. Um, the only thing that is really annoying is I enabled my uh, a seven-day trial for Switch Online so I could play with our buddy Colonel Ben. And... It, it, you know, it plays fine, but it's like you're paying for an online service with Switch, and the online is just as buggy as ever. Like, it is 
you still get shells going all over the place that weren't there before. People get hit, but then it lags and they don't get hit. You get hit by invisible shit. It's like, really? It's still that fucking laggy and, and, and glitchy on the Switch? Like, I okay, Wii U, sure. You know, but this is stuff you'd expect on the original Wii, not the Switch. That's just, you know, nitpick aside. Game is still fun. It's Mario Kart, you know. Can't go wrong with Mario Kart. Um, and then after that, I played, uh, the other night, I played some Portal Knights with a buddy, Marino. I uh, would talk about a Marino a lot on this podcast. You know, we said that before, but. Play Portal Knights with him. Um, if you don't know, the game is essentially, um, akin to Minecraft. Um, the same core concepts of Minecraft are there, you know, it's block-based, you place blocks and stuff like that to build shit. Uh, you craft your weapons and craft your armors and craft everything. Um, you know that that concept is there, but it's got a bit more of a adventure aspect to it. You got all these different islands that you hop to through these portals that you have to build. Um, different achievements you can get, <laughs> tasks that you can go after, stuff like that. Um, we didn't get a whole hell of a lot into it depth wise. Um, I think we played for a few hours that night. Um, but from what I played, I, besides not knowing what to do, I enjoyed it. Um, now that I've let it soak in and I've, I've eh, and have absorbed it, I kind of know what to do more so. So I'm going to hop back in and maybe make a new character, uh, start my own world, and just you know get more into it and get used to how you craft and make stuff. And uh, I think it'll be pretty fun. It's a very good game to just sit back and play. I'll just chill, lay in bed and play at night or something. You know, like cheesecake, cheesecake at night. You were playing something else the other night, though, too. Yeah, last but not least, playing Splatoon 2. So, Splatoon 2, I haven't played online yet, of course. I've just played, been playing the campaign. Um, a single more, sing, single Mori? Single player story, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, I'm enjoying it. The only, only complaint that I have is, well, two complaints. One, the hero shot is shit unless you upgrade it, I guess. I haven't tried it after upgrading it, but the hero shot is shit. Um, and two, um, the levels are bullshit to find in your your hub worlds because I found (laughs) one and then wound up not doing it and thought I was missing one, so I spent 30 minutes looking for it and then it's like, oh, wait, I just didn't complete that one. Never mind. But also, I've just been having trouble finding them in general. Like, yeah, they're, very they're just well kind of, yeah. Like the level, the actual levels in each world are are hidden, and it's like, okay, I don't want to spend that much time looking. Like in the first game, I didn't have trouble with that, but this game, I am. But that's the only complaints. Otherwise, uh, everything feels fine. The motion controls are much better on the Switch because you're not having to tilt, you know, move around a fucking big ass tablet, you know, unless you're playing in handheld mode, I guess. But like, I'm just playing with the Joy-Cons and the grip, and I just tilt the controller to aim up and down, and I use a stick to aim left and right. Like, that feels pretty solid for me. Um, and, you know, it works great. You know, I don't have any real troubles with it. Uh, it plays, you know, fantastic so far. And that's just a single player just warming up to how the game plays again, you know, getting back into it. Um, at some point, once we get our Switch Online going, I'll... Uh, be able to go online as well and i gotta do some salmon run here soon as well i believe yeah uh, but yeah 
Uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying everything on a Nintendo... Fucking talking too fast. I'm enjoying everything on the Nintendo Switch so far. It's great. It's awesome. And I love it. Now wait until you fucking upgrade the hero shot. I mean, I upgraded it once, but I didn't get to use it since I upgraded it. Yeah, why don't you try going through the entire game with this, with that, uh... No. With no upgrades on it, trying to beat the final boss with it. No. No, 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 no. That's what no, I tried no, doing, no. and I said, fuck it, and I guess I'll have to upgrade this. I'm not a masochist. I don't like making myself suffer. Um, that final boss is practically impossible with just a single version. I believe it. I mean, it's already this is shit guns, so without it being upgraded. Yeah, what I can't wait for three. is... Do what? Until you get that level 3 upgrade, then you're just going to never want to change it. I guarantee Yeah. You. Well, I'll just save the money and or the points and upgrade that specifically. I can't wait to get uh, get more games for it, though, like Mario Odyssey and Skyward, or Skyward Sword. Yeah. Skyward Sword, Sword HD. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's not coming. Um, No, but I want to get uh, Breath of the Wild, you know, Mario Odyssey, uh, a few other games. Like That's that's when it's really going to kick off hard, is like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're at the big titles, boys. Like, Splatoon 2 is a big title. Mario Kart 8, of course, is. Yeah, like Fortnite, which is free, by the way, so be sure to hit up on the Nintendo eShop and download that Fortnite right, real quick, and then you can do the floss on, like, some nine-year-olds. So, when I, when I said I avoided Fortnite like a plague, do you think I like the plague or something? Or <laughs> You like the plague, You doctor? are the plague. It's not that you like it. You're just the fucking plague. No, I don't plague with myself like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? This is a this is not a child friendly podcast. You like the plague doctor though. <laughs> okay, but that's a femoral rift. Doctor Clemens, like Corvus Clemens or whatever. He plagues with himself too. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I've been playing: Mario Kart Eight, Splatoon Two, and Portal Knights. Um, real quick, Vinny's just been playing through Bayonetta. I know he's not here, but I'll say it for him. He's been playing through Bayonetta 1 on the Switch, and he's been enjoying it. Um, and he, I think he agreed with someone saying it's just a shitty God of War. <laughs> okay, Beck. Um, Wait. Oh, that was Beck, yeah. Wait, hold on. Beck said Bayonetta's a shitty God of War? That's what he said? Yeah. I'm going to find him, I swear to God. <laughs> I think I might be a little bit better. Than that actually War. triggered me. Wow. We triggered Ben. Bayonetta's not shitty. I haven't tried it yet. I should. Now, is it a God of War knockoff? Maybe so. Just kidding. No, it's not. God of War ripped off DMC. Fuck you. (gasps) No. There you go. Bayonetta's made uh, by Kami anyway. So. Kami? Yeah. He'll block you, bitch. I hope he blocks back now. Uh Uh-oh. I'm kidding. You're you're good, good, Beck. He doesn't listen to our podcast. He's too good for us. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this shit. So before I hop into my games, uh huh. You know how GameStop owns ThinkGeek? Uh huh. They sell a fucking Pokemon Pokeball Waffle Maker. That's oh yeah, hot. I saw that. That was on sale during Black Friday for sixteen bucks. And I, I kind of want to get it. <laughs> but when do you make waffles? I'm gonna start. No, Damn you're straight, not allowed to make start. waffles. Remember, you said waffles. No, are shit. fuck you. Shut up. Oh I yeah, you my said mind. waffles are shit. You can't. That's you right. Can't. No, yep. I'll make waffles all I want now. No, you can't. Go back on your word, though. I got waffles in the freezer. You want to make pancakes instead? No, yeah. no, I'm doing waffles now. <laughs> no, he's flip flopping like a fucking pancake now, Jordan. Again. 
Oh, they have a Death Star waffle maker. (laughs) Well, we know that's one you're going to make because you like death. If we choke them out. They're a good band. (laughs) Leprosy is a fantastic album. (laughs) I was also listening to Symbolic yesterday. Crystal Mountain, fucking solid song. Crystal Mountain. I love death. They're a great band. Rest in peace, Chuck Schuldner. Crystal anyway, you. I was playing more Red Dead Redemption 2. Still a very, very good game. I don't really have much more to say on it than what I said last week. Fuck cows crazy. But I've also been playing a lot of WWE 2K19. Oof. And now, I don't want to talk about the game so much as I want to talk about an experience that we had last night. I ran a Royal Rumble match. <laughs> now, when Eric Young eliminates Okada, you know he's he's going over going over brother and he went over and so we simulated eric young versus john cena because john cena won the title off aj styles at some point in my game mm-hmm. well eric young beats john cena and wins the wwe championship <laughs> should have been a glorious moment so i put him in a match with okada at backlash Hmm. He loses to Okada, holds the belt for for what would have really only been what two weeks, if even. Okada defends a month later at Extreme Rules against Dean Ambrose. Loses to Dean Ambrose. The belt effectively got hot potatoed between four people. And there you go. It's losing. It's getting devalued. So, next, I'm going to have Dean Ambrose defended against somebody. I don't know who yet, but... Then we're going to do a Fatal 4-Way match. Oh, yeah, Fatal 4-Way between Cena, Eric Young, Okada, and Dean Ambrose. That's right. Fatal 4-Way ladder match. How about that? Oof. I'll put Cena over, brother. We'll do that later. So we got, We'll do that after this, four actually. Ways. You're talking about Fatal 4-Ways, sure, but... What about Deadly 3-Ways? No, we don't do triple threats here. So, we Patrick, do... what have you been playing? We don't do triple threats here. We do. Triple threats are not allowed to main event because of the last tragedy that happened before that. What What about dangerous duos? That was a bad Mario Party mini game. Alright. What about... What about... What probably about... not safe quintuples. Elimination so. Chambers. What, what about the games you've been playing, Patrick? Uh, same thing, uh, WWE 2K19. And the story mode and the blind player is not actual shit for once. Because, uh, holy shit, last year was fucking garbage. Yeah. And Jordan fucking just stole a, Swift, a Phil Swift meme and posted it, and it's disgusting. I did. It's fucking, it should be put Jordan in the game and shit and just have him get shit on by Okada. <laughs> Oh shit, I don't want to get shit on. Yeah, my player's great. Um, It's not as bad as last year's, where last year's had like no dialogue and you only had a real story for like a year. And then after that, you just kept facing the same. You just kept facing Sloppy Joe over and over and over and over and over and over again, kept defending your universe title. I've defended it against him like four, like four or five times where I said, fuck this, I'm done. It's completely terrible. But this one, you actually yeah. have a story and it's great and there's actual dialogue. Except for John Cena, who sounds like fucking shit. Because it's not actually him. It sounds like somebody trying to do a really deep, muffled voice of him. 
and doesn't even sound <laughs> anything close to him. It bothers the shit out of me. You should edit in a voice clip if you could, Jordan. Okay, I'll send you. I'll send you a fucking video, okay. and you can just pick out how sh- you can just put in how shitty John Cena sounds or fake John <laughs> Cena. Okay. I saw what you did out there tonight. That took some guts to put your match with me on the line. It's not just a catchphrase to sell towels. And you think that's all it is for me? I busted my ass for everything I have. Because let's see, I think I'm on like almost like chapter 12 of story mode for that. I'm trying to like tell key hints of what happened without actually saying it. Because let's see, I already fucking fought. Or is that the Royal Rumble? Well, it wasn't the actual match, but I was at the pay-per-view. Why is LJN coming back? I'm sorry. Disgusting. Get that shit this out This is wrestling related. LJN is coming back in Young Bucks. Ever again. Young Bucks signed a deal with them. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Don't interrupt me ever again with that LJN garbage. I swear to God, I can't <laughs> come over there and shit on your microphone. Ooh, that's some weird ASMR. Fuck that. Fuck LJN. Like, shitty games. I'm talking about the toy part of the company. They're they're immediately okay, but there's a lot better toys than them. We're getting Young Bucks toys now, I guess. Um, I want McFarland to make them, though. That'd be sweet. McFarland Young Buck toys. That would be neat. And then I'm pretty sure yeah, I've been playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. After finding out about Gold Mario, I decided to. Because it started as a joke. Jordan was bitching about how hard 150cc was, and then our friend Reno was like, same, and it's like, it's easy, watch me get all three stars, boot up my Switch, and I already did, and it's like, oh yeah, about that, I guess I already did, and then Reno just flips me off. Yep. And Jordan's like, no, fuck you, you better be in trouble, so I was like, no, not really, no, not really. pretty simple. <laughs> and then I went to yeah. do 200cc, which apparently I had like three, like three cups, I already had three stars, and I was like, well, might as well finish this, and so I can get that gold Mario. And aside from, like, maybe if, like, a few problems, I ended up beating it with, like, the rest of the cups and, like... You did it in one night. Yeah, I did it in one night easily. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done, That's Jordan. why I had to do it. And then he got upset with me. Yeah, that's why I have to do it now. <laughs> I will yeah, I not be one up by the man that up. bought me a Switch. You will yeah. be. Every day of the week. And you're going to deal with it. And it's funny that <laughs> I like right. how they keep track of all the people you've been playing with online. Because of all the mm-hmm. people I've pray- played on my friends list so far, <laughs> I have more victories and losses over every single one of them. <sighs> I don't like that. So that's fun. Other than that, I've been playing Man 19. <laughs> so those two games already talked talk about this one didn't. Um, same like Sort of the same as last year. As a continuation of last year's uh, story mode, like continuing on with it, which I already did. I did the entire long shot in one night because it's not as te- it's not as long or tedious as it was in the first game. Still kind of difficult, still kind of pain in the ass to do some of the stuff, but it's like easier. There's like a lot less like quick time event stuff, and you're just like, actually like playing some some games here and there, doing some drives. So I did that, and then I went into Ultimate Team, which I've done like. Almost 200 challenges by now. Some of them are really quick. Some of them take a little bit. But I already did that. Then my team's like at an 80 overall so far. Which is great to have ups that quickly. Because I think I started off at like 65 or whatever. 
support or fucking shitty players they give you, but so far it's pretty much a little bit not really different. It's the same game almost technically, but it's 30 bucks, so I was like, sure, why not? And that just continues to keep adding more stuff to it more and more. So I'll be like touching upon that every now and then, just like doing some more of my challenges, building up my ultimate team. Cause I don't know. I just, I just feel like creating my own custom players, like not custom, but like building my own team off like packs and building them to the way I want to. And I just have like what the game presets for me. I just like customizing stuff and building it to my own interest making it the ultimate other than that uh, yeah i've just been playing those three games technically Hell beat yeah. mario kart i just have to do a, i just have to get every other item if i really wanted to which i don't think i will wwe i still gotta finish my player and do some towers there and then yeah i'm just gonna do more ultimate team madden that's pretty much all i've been doing and Jordan apparently went to go leave. It's not his desk anymore. Yeah, he said he'd be right back before off topic. So we're going to take another quick break then, I guess. Alright, so I'm back and uh, we're ready to jump into the off-topic here. So, starting us off, Vinny was going to talk about this, um, but sadly enough, he wasn't here last minute. So, Nintendo has changed their guidelines for uploading videos on YouTube with their content. and I don't think they have their loyalty program thing anymore, right? Like, uh, no, they got rid of the uh, Nintendo uh, creep creators program yeah that's it the nintendo creators program so um let me double check here before i start talking about it seem like an idiot i didn't get a chance to read ahead i'm sorry viewers it was Vinny's topic not mine wait oh well i already i already know the deal if you want me to go ahead sure yeah okay so basically uh beforehand nintendo had the create nintendo creators program if you were part of that uh you were basically splitting part of your revenue for nintendo videos with uh, with Nintendo, or they were just gonna straight up, you know, claim your video and and make all the money from it. Um, if you were making Nintendo content, uh, specifically Let's Plays, uh, they 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 were also, um, you know, if you were a brand ambassador, you basically didn't have to worry about that because, again, you were a brand ambassador with Nintendo, right? Yeah. Um, basically, they shut down that program. And you can monetize your videos without having to have some, uh, you know, be partnered with Nintendo, basically. Uh, yeah, they opened know, it up, basically. They dropped it's it. encouraged that you're doing videos with commentary or other creative inputs, uh, not just like straight up uploading the gameplay. That I don't think is going to fly. I think they're still going to claim those videos, which makes sense, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's just sheer gameplay, um, like. It's not your own content at that point, really, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and you're also only permitted to uh, use Nintendo game content that's been officially released or from promotional materials officially released by Nintendo. So, 
I have a feeling that like translation translations and ROM hacks probably won't fall under this. Now I don't know if they will actually take action for videos of those of those things, uh, but uh, that that remains to be seen, I guess. Um, you're not permitted to imply or state that your videos are officially affiliated with or sponsored by Nintendo, obviously, because they're mm-hmm. not. If you want right. to use intellectual property of a third party, you are responsible for obtaining a necessary third party permission. Which again, that's obvious. It's that that part is basically out of Nintendo's jurisdiction. Um, they also reserve the right to remove any content that they believe is unlawful, infringing, inappropriate, or not in line with these guidelines. Uh, so yeah, basically, they're not going to claim videos anymore. People are basically safe to play Nintendo games and not uh, not worry about claims. Uh, for people like Just us, like we don't partner games. our channel, so we. Didn't really have to worry about it to begin with, but people that do make money off of YouTube and do do it for a living, you know. Like Gerard, except he was, you know, an ambassador with them, I guess, so. Yeah. He probably didn't get that, but still, it's now open for everyone just to do whatever. It's not like, all right, look, we're taking all the money. They're like, all right, we did it for a while. We see Let's Plays and gameplays going down, probably. You know, that would, I would imagine that. Um, But regardless, it's... It's nice that they're finally dropping this and letting people just do what they want. Like, cause like Ben said, it didn't affect us specifically because we don't make money off of our YouTube. Um, we have a whole other channel um, that I started up as Tastern Gaming. That's just sheer gameplay. Like, no commentary, no anything. It's just gameplay. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, just one of those gameplay channels out there. And, you know, all the Nintendo stuff on there, even the old stuff, you know, like Extreme G on the N64, even though that's not first party, that still got claimed, you know. Any Nintendo game IPs get claimed on there as well. The videos still get to stay there, you know, they just, they make the money off the advertisements. Now they're not going to do that. Now you won't get that notification saying, oh, your video's been copyright claimed, but it's okay, it can still stay up. You won't get that from Nintendo as much anymore, unless it's just gameplay. <clears throat> so that's pretty nice, um... It's good that they've seen the light that people advertising their games are uh, doing them good. So they have a whole long list of uh, FAQs as well. Or, yeah, um, not FAQs, but... No, literally FAQs. Never mind, I'm I'm stupid. Um, And it actually answers a whole lot. Like, um, what types of content are acceptable under the guideline? What types of content are not acceptable? We encourage you. Wait, did you already say this one specifically earlier, Ben, or something similar? Uh, say that again. Uh, did you read this one specifically earlier? It sounded like you might have. Uh, Which one? What types of content are acceptable under the guidelines? What types of content yeah, yeah, are yeah, not yeah, acceptable? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought you read that one. Because it was, we encourage you to use Nintendo game content and videos and images that feature creative input and commentary, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so basically, not just sheer gameplay. Oh, also, I should point out, uh, there are specific sites where monetization methods... Uh, separately specified by nintendo uh they they have a list uh, so stuff like facebook their game streamer and level up programs mm-hmm. nico nico which doesn't apply to us because that's a japanese mm-hmm. open rec tv i've never heard of that uh twitch through the affiliate and partner programs twitter through the amplify publisher program and uh youtube through their partner program so yeah basically the basics can I sell content that I create and upload on live stream or sharing platform that includes Nintendo content? 
No, you dumb shit. You may not sell any videos, music, or images that create some Nintendo game content. Or created using it. But yeah, it's kind of a no shit. Um, can I create, upload, live stream content that is based on other Nintendo intellectual properties outside of gameplay footage and screenshots such as fan art? The guidelines only cover the sharing of Nintendo game content on appropriate video and image sharing sites, any of other any other use of Nintendo's intellectual property and creation of content outside of the scope is subject to the relevant laws of the applicable jurisdiction. Nintendo cannot provide legal advice to you, so we encourage you to seek your own legal counsel if you have any questions about whether you particularly proposed use your particular proposed use is permitted. Um it just, you know, goes on, just FAQs about that. Um, overall, though, it seems like a very positive thing. Nintendo's finally lightening up on that and letting people just do what they want. You know, they can have their videos up and not worry about demonetization from Nintendo right off the bat anymore. So that's good. That'll help out a lot of the smaller channels that, that need that extra ad revenue. Sadly, it'll also help out Herbin, I'm sure. When he goes and uploads trailers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hervin yeah. and his original content <laughs> and his <laughs> shitty fucking song remixes. Mm-hmm. Trailers, everyone. But, uh, yeah. Uh, overall, that sounds pretty good. Like a better... And, uh, like people would be better off streaming. Mm-hmm. Which you can stream as well. It did specify streaming is also fine to Twitch and YouTube and whatnot. I mean, I just yeah. do it for fun. I don't like half the people that don't that don't make a off for a living just do it way too hardcore. Right. I'm just like, who cares? I just put it there, just archive. Right. Like we we as a group, we all you know upload to the YouTube as a hobby for fun, not to make money. So I have I, I enabled videos. monetization once and then disabled it just so I could get the benefits of being YouTube partner, I guess. Or whatever it was at the time, like scheduled uploading, and that was it. Because I make the that smart choice and have a real job, and uh, work long hours, so I, I have a steady income. So that way, if I that way, I'd be like, well, I got my consistent hours, got my consistent money. I don't care. I could just do streams, or I wish I could stream. I can't. Yeah. But I'd love to be like, yeah, I could stream whenever I want, and I don't have to make it. Not to force myself to. I could just work my other job, make a consistent amount of money, and just stream. Whenever I feel like it, instead of forcing myself to sit down and have a schedule and be here and have to, it has to be perfect, or otherwise I'm going to be on the street. It's like yeah, a better one nice. when I can decide. When I can actually go into work and make my money. Not let other, not like well, thousands okay, of okay. people do it. Wait. So, what you're saying, you rather you decide. I'm you like saying, like, I'd this. rather decide, like, okay, I can go into work, I can work these hours, like, at my job, they give me the hours, I can go and work for them, instead of, like, sitting in front of a bunch of people and, like, oh, you didn't play what I want, unsubscribe, here, lose $5, I'm unsubscribing from you. I mean, you're not wrong, but, I mean, I was gonna say, like, I worried it were that, there, that, no. technically, technically, the whole thing would apply, like, to people who do this, though, because they're still gonna, they work their hours, even though they're doing what people request. Yeah, but, like, they have to, like, put more request, stress but. on themselves because they're like, all right, I got to get up, I got to play this. And if they have a computer problem, if they have, like, a problem with their computer, they're like, oh, can't stream. Then people are like, he didn't stream today. Unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen regardless, so even if they're not doing it for money. 
I'd just rather just have like a real job and just be like, I go in here, work the hours, and I can come home and just relax instead of having to be stressed out. I was like, oh, I had to play these games. Oh, my connection's still up. Oh, are they still talking? Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. I've worried about a million fucking things. I'm trying to play a game and relax. Yeah. There's some people out there that do that. Of course. Not all the streamers, I'm just saying some. I'd just rather yeah. have the luxury of just like, this is my, because I want games to be more, a fun time. I never want to be a job because I know I'll fucking hate it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Everyone should at least everyone out. should at least have a good working resume before even considering if they had YouTube started. Because if YouTube shits the bed, they could be like, "Well, I have this resume. You can hire me." Instead, of be like out of high school, it's like, "What'd you do for a living?" I played video games on the internet. Do you have any skills? I can I can play video games. And a lot of people watch me. Okay, why should we care? Because I'm cool, you should just hire me. Because they're yeah. going to be like, no, fuck you, we're going to hire someone else that actually has skills. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I agree with you on, you know, having a, a typical job over, you know, YouTube as a job. <laughs> But just because YouTube is unreliable Here's the now. thing. Back in the day, it was fine. If you're doing YouTube and you're doing Twitch and you can make money off of it. By all means, go for it. At least personally for me, I would try and at least keep a part-time job. Exactly. That way you have at least consistent money. Just like don't rely heavily. Because like, I just hate people that rely too heavily on it. It's like, oh, I can make a gold mine off doing this and not have any experience or have little to nothing and try going into it. That's mm-hmm. my gripe with it. If people can do it, like some people that we, that we watch that have pretty successful careers and can just do it continue on forward with no problems and go right ahead more power there's to you one, there's one youtuber in particular that i think is he is completely stupid and i'm sure you can imagine who it is but i'll tell you later if not but you know one person in particular that's that that decided i'm just gonna jump into it and it's a full-time job and it's like you're going to li- you're going to base your entire living off of an unstable income that could just drop out of nowhere if YouTube decides to stop paying you or if you don't get views one week, like that's not that's not stability. You need to live off of stability. People need stability and YouTube isn't good for that. So yeah. like Ben said, having a part time job with it is what is smart. Um a YouTuber I watched that I've mentioned on here before, um, Modern Vintage Gamer, he's openly said, like, hey, I make these pretty much as a hobby. Yeah, I get ad revenue. But I have a full-time job outside of this. And yet he still makes a video every week. That's just because of how passionate he is for it. He doesn't do it for the extra money. He does get extra revenue from it. And he, I think he might have a Patreon even. But he's not just using that as a, a sole source of income. And he said he never intends on using it as such. He's going to continue to keep a job outside of YouTube. He'd be an absolute perfect that. man if he used that Patreon and all that ad revenue and just threw into savings and used his, the money he gets from his job to pay all the bills. He would be the perfect man. I mean, that's more or less what people do. He, I think he uses his Patreon to fund the channel more so than anything. Well, I mean, if he funds the channel, whatever, it's fine. But yeah, that's if you yeah, like at least can you, for, you, hopefully well. you can like. It's like well, it's like well, I have everything paid off for the channel. There's still some extra money. We just threw on the savings. He'd be he'd be a he'd be S plus tier. Yeah. But yeah. That was an interesting little spin off into this. Um 
But now people that, that do YouTube as a job will keep their money from Nintendo games, I guess. So, speaking of YouTube and Twitch, got this new little capture device called the StarTech. USB uh, 3 uh, HD cap. USB 3.0 HD capture. That's a cool little fucking device. Better than Yogato, for one. You get live fucking feedback. You don't have a delay. You get live feedback. Now you get you get S video right out of the box. You don't have to buy some other extra cord. <coughs> Elgato. You get VGA and DVI. And DVI. This shit is fucking cool. That's a good fucking capture device. And I just wanted to give StarTech a little shout out for making a fucking cool ass piece of tech. I've been using the the same capture card for two years now. Our buddy Vinny also just bought one last episode, if you guys remember him mentioning. It went down to 130 bucks on Amazon. It probably still is 130 bucks. It's a phenomenal capture card for the price. The only issue that people may have is it does not have video pass-through, so if you're intending on playing on your TV as well as seeing it uh, in a preview on OBS, you'll need a splitter for whatever video source. But it's not necessary depending on your setup because like what Ben said, there is zero delay in the preview on your computer. So you can literally play off of your preview screen in OBS while you're recording and there's no delay. You're fine because it's USB 3.0. It's you know instant live feed. There's no delay like with the Elgato or with other capture cards that are USB 2.0. I believe there's more... Uh, I believe there's less delay with this than there would be an internal uh, Elgato card as well. Like, there's just, like, zero delay, pretty much. I mean, it's not zero, truly zero, but it's... You can't notice it. Like, it's perfectly fine to play on the preview. It's awesome. We got it, uh, we got them set up with, uh, with the good drivers, the latest Japanese drivers, because for those mm-hmm. who are unaware, it is, a uh, basically a rebranded Microsoft pro- uh, product and it's the Microsoft X Capture 1 in Japan um and it has another name in Taiwan because I at one point had to use Taiwanese drivers oddly enough <clears throat> but got them set up with the Japanese drivers and uh it's working at its best S video composite component HDMI DVI VGA just plug a Dreamcast straight into that VGA Boom, good to go. Can record, you know, older inputs from an Atari even. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a little coaxial to composite converter thing and you're good to go. Like, works well. Yeah. Proud of you for that purchase. Don't have to set up a fucking delay to stream or any of that. Yeah, it's just good to go. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a very loud, that's better. Yeah, that's what I meant to do, that's louder. It's a fantastic capture card. If you guys ever need one, pick it up. It's good. Highly recommended. Why capture cards? <laughs> Patrick still uses the Ogata because he doesn't do a whole lot with it. Besides, it, I don't. I don't occasional even. Recording. I don't even plan on you doing like any more videos until I get bit more room, an actual desk, and a bigger hard drive. Yeah. Well, the bigger hard and drive and better internet fix. actually. Yeah. But 
Speaking of bigger and better, <laughs> Patrick's kind of bigger and better. Pee -pee. You know Patrick what I mean? gets bigger when he thinks about this one. Ooh, pee pee. <laughs> oh, uh, what the hell? What? My computer lagged for a second. That was weird. All right, go ahead. So more important news than a capture card uh, is this bullet train. Uh, it could be coming to Houston soon if they get their permit. And I say it's more important because uh, it's more important than capture cards because uh, <laughs> it's, it's a bullet train that can take us from Houston to Dallas in like 90 minutes. Meaning we we could all save money on car rentals for Retropalooza. We're going to get games and get everything we want. And we could potentially not have to stay at a hotel as long. Like, we could probably only stay at a hotel for, like, one night, if even. Because I figured that'd be a... Mm-hmm. I feel like a good idea. It's, like... Couldn't, like, skip picking up our passes that Friday and, like, just get on there as early as I like, get on that Saturday and then get the convention center, pick up our passes there, then go in. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I mean... Depending on depending on the price and everything, like yeah, regardless, just depends. we it's... don't know. Like, there's no, we have no, we had no idea about the this bullet train, like how much it's gonna cost or when it's gonna be built. Because, like we said, apparently needs like a permit to get built, but if it gets approved to get built, they'll build it like right away, hopefully. And it's gonna it's gonna be a long process. Like, I would assume it's gonna take at least like at the minimum of like four years. Like, they have that all that. Well, thing it built. says it said it should if it were to be you know or if it's uh. Starts construction next year. It should be up and running by 2024. Um, only thing is, they still got to get the permit, and there's still going to be a bunch of people protesting against it. Like, no, we don't want that. Yeah, we don't need that. Just take 45 and drive for four and a half hours. Like, mm. yeah, drive four and a half hours when this thing could literally get you there in 90 minutes because it goes 205 miles per hour, which is scary. But if it works well, why the fuck mm -hmm. wouldn't you want to do that? Because that yeah. would actually be really fucking good for people like us. Yeah. I need to go to Dallas for like things, but and even <laughs> for for business trips, it's yeah. it's you know it's it's not just for us casuals. <laughs> for the people that that do business trips. Yeah, because you have like, like a business trip, you can like fucking go to Dallas like instantly. It's like, oh, we have a business trip, but if you can't make it by car, oh, there's a sweet train thing I can go to. And even then, exactly. like. I was going to mention, make this bullshit thing. It's like, well, if you, if you see like a good deal in Dallas, you can go on to this uh, bullet train and you can just get and pick it up. Be like, oh, I'll be there in about two hours. Got to ride this thing so I can get it. Yeah. It just make it easier to like travel from like Dallas to Houston. Two of our like probably most vi like visited places in Texas mm -hmm. for me at least because that's where rich blues are always held. Yep. It would be cool. It's just, it's good. It's smart. Texas needs something like this. It's such a big motherfucking state. We need yeah. bullet trains networking the fucking state going from, you know, Houston to Dallas, Dallas to Austin, Houston to San Antonio, Austin, San Antonio. All the major cities all need to have these giant fucking underground bullet trains or whatever the fuck because it takes far too long to travel. Four and a, even though there's, we do enjoy some of the trips, the four and a half hour drives it's just like uh sometimes it's like fuck i just want to get that already yeah and then jordan keeps stopping like every two hours to take a shit and it's terrible does it mean with people that live in texas where if you're going to travel anywhere over half the trip is getting out of texas <laughs> yeah and the thing is in most cases that's not wrong 
Um, especially if you live anywhere midland, like, you know, if you live on the edge, sure, you know, whatever, but you live in Houston, you're going to be traveling a long time to get out of Texas. Shit, got that Anywhere. Right. Same with Austin, same with San Antonio. Dallas, all right, if you're going north, you might get away with it and get out, you know, a few hours. But for the most part, most of your trip is getting out of Texas. So it's a big state. It's annoying. And we need these bullet trains. I hope, I hope it starts rolling out to where, like, you know, I was sitting here 40 years old. We got bullet trains everywhere. It's like, fuck yeah, just a quick trip. Yeah, I don't But then like at that point, maybe we'll have teleporters. To Dallas, that'd be sweet. Yeah. It'll be convenient nonetheless um, if it gets set yeah, up. Because if it could save us on car rentals, like a lot, if it could save us a lot more money on car rentals, that'd be fucking, that'd be top notch. Now, granted, 2024 is a long ways away. So, by then, you know, Retroplosa may not even be a thing by then. Jay may have retired. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, but this would be but cool. regardless, the idea of it would be, would be nice. For the time being, we got to stick with Patrick flying down here, us renting a car for four days, five days, and taking a road trip up, which, you know, road trip is fine. I don't mind the road trip. It's just a long drive. It's a long-ass drive. As long as I get a car with cruise control, I'm fine. Uh I would take my own car, but it has 171,000 miles on it, and I, it's my family car, so I can't really kill it. <laughs> One of these days, I'll be hopefully living down there as we let no more plane rides. Yeah, one day. It'd be nice to save all that money. Yeah. Um, Ways of the future. I, I, I really just hope one day we get fucking teleporters built. <laughs> I, I, that's like the one thing that I want built one day. I don't think it'll happen in my lifetime whatsoever. Yeah. But like just a teleport, just fucking ding, you're there. I swear I fucking want that because the best part is people would still be late for their appointments and everything if they had those. People say if I had a teleport, I'd be on time. No, they'd still be late for their appointments. They'd still be late for meetings because they're going to, you know, wait and be a minute, two minutes, three minutes late. Oh, sorry. Wasn't ready to teleport yet. But I still want a fucking teleporter. That'd put, like, all the fucking automotive industry, the fucking airline industry out of business, though. No, because the automotive industry, those companies would be like the Ford teleporter or the the Chevy teleporter. (laughs) Shit like that. They'd make them themselves. Because I would totally just have, like, a teleporter set up at, like, somewhere in your house and then here. Yeah. Save on money. Save on, yeah, save yeah. on plane trips. Save money. Live better. Walmart. Can come down and hang out whenever we want at that point. Hey, just make sure you got some batteries for that uh, teleporter and you're good to go. Yeah, some expensive-ass batteries that probably cost a couple thousand dollars, if even. Yeah. Um, be pretty cool. Let's go in there and just take sh- You can just go in there and take shit on Bud, and then I take it run back. And it's like, no. All right, well... Um... <laughs> So, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here, guys. (laughs) So, I'd like to thank you all very much for tuning into this week's podcast. I don't want to thank you. Stop listening to this shit. After what I just said, oh. You can stop listening at your own, uh, at your own discretion. Uh, that's up to you. But, uh, we're, again, sorry that Vinny missed out this week. We should see him next week. We should be good. Also, yeah. sorry for any noise you may hear on my end. Yeah, shouldn't, but we'll see. Um, 
You can find Vinny at uh, Vinny Plays Blogs if you want to go catch up with him, slide into his DMs. You can find me at Gisela Toad. You can find Ben at VizSigma. And you can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. All of these, of course, are on Twitter. Um, feel free to slide into any of our DMs. I don't remember if mine are open. I never checked. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. We probably create see you guys next week. Soon. <laughs> Do what? We'll probably create a podcast for this soon. Like, podcast Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we should probably think about doing. Probably some time in the later, but yeah. So, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.